Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan. I am your host and um, this is the Bible Reading Plan podcast. So um, this is, an, we're kind of in a new year. This is the second full week of the new year, 2021. And I hope that reading scripture is part of the rhythm that you are entering into in the new year. Even if it's just one or two minutes a day, even if it's just reading it real quick, uh, first thing when you get up or when, you know, before you go to bed, last thing before you go to bed or before dinner or whatever it is, even if it's just one or two minutes, um, it's something to build on. So um, it, it's, uh, it makes a lot of difference when as Christians, we're able to um, consistently engage God's word and um and let it build into our lives so i hope that's part of your rhythm for this year and that's what this podcast is about it's um it's just one other way that you can engage with god's word so um this really started out last year um, around this time um i think it was late january early february we started the podcast and my hope was really to just give people a different way of engaging with scriptures rather than reading you can have it read to you. And then as long as we're reading it to you, I thought, well, let's make it a dialogue so that we're inviting guests into the conversation and just talk for a few minutes about what's standing out to us about this passage um, and provide a dialogue into which you can enter consistently. So I hope that's what this is for you this week. Um, We'll have this week, there's gonna be four passages. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll have um, scripture passages. Um, dripped out throughout the week um, and should be about 10, 15 minutes per episode, a way that you can maybe if you're driving to work or if you're washing dishes, I find it takes me about 15 minutes to wash dishes so I can listen to a podcast, um, Mm -hmm. a reading plan podcast during that, Um, or if it's, you know, pushing your baby in a stroller or whatever it is. um, I hope this is a encouraging and um, challenging and, um, comforting, um, consistent um, input into your spiritual life. So um, this week, we are welcoming back to the podcast, our formidable guest, Mr. Steve Durr. Steve, you you were um, just, uh, before we pressed record, you were saying that it was almost exactly six months ago that we recorded our last podcast. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It was uh, June 25. Today is that we're recording. This is December 23. Um, and I thought about that because the, the week we recorded, it was my son Ethan's birthday, July 1st. So, um, you know, J- January 1st would be halfway through. So I was joking. It's kind of like going to the dentist every six months to do the podcast, but this is much more fun and uh, <laughs> not quite as stressful on my teeth. So yeah, after after you finish this, we'll have to set you up with a new appointment. Yeah, yeah, actually I do, January 4th. So actually by the time this airs, then I, that would have already happened. So I got the podcast and the, the dentist appointment done. So I'll, I'm good for six months. So. Good, but we'll have to schedule your next podcast recording. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. June 23rd yeah. 
or June 23rd or something like that. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll pencil okay. it in. So. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, well, um, thanks. Do you want to just, um, I know if people have been listening to the podcast for over six months, they would have, um, or if they've gone back and listened, they would have gotten a little introduction to you, but would you mind just reintroducing yourself? Who are you? And um, just tell us a little bit about you and your family. Yeah. So um, my wife, Jackie, and I have been married for 23 and a half years. We got married back in 1997. So I'm um, getting close to that 25th anniversary, which is really bizarre to think that's mm-hmm. been that long. Um, and But I loved every minute of it, right, Jackie? So um, we have four kids, um, two in college and uh, two in high school. So um, Drew and Ethan are our college students. They've been back home actually since Thanksgiving. Um, just with the whole COVID thing, they, they've gone to online learning. And so it's been nice to have everybody back here at home for these uh, few weeks leading up to Christmas and afterwards. And so um, it'll be weird to send them back um, to Northern Michigan and Kalamazoo um, in, in a few weeks. But uh, so that's been great to have them here. Mm. Um, I work as a, a middle school dean at Eagle Crest Charter Academy. So this has also been a unique year. Um, we've been kind of going back and forth between in-person and virtual and we were remote for the first the last couple of weeks of school and we have one more week of remote um, in January um, so depending on when this airs we might actually be back in person um, so uh, yeah it's, it's been an interesting time um, for for me and for our family yeah sweet thanks for the introduction Steve yeah. so what we're going to do in, today is we're going to read first uh, Samuel chapter 3. In the Bible reading plan, it says one through 10, and then in parentheses, 11 through 20. Are you okay going all the way through through 20? Yes. How do you feel yes. about that? No, that'd be great. Because I, as I was reading this, there's kind of two different things. Right? There's kind of what this means for Eli, which is more towards the end of it, but Samuel at the top. So, I, you know, I think yep. it'd be great to read both of them, all, right, uh, all of it. So. Well, why don't you take one through 10 and I'll take 11 through 20. We can just divide it up. It's a little bit longer of a passage, but I okay. think it's a great story. It's, it, it might be a little bit familiar to some people, um, and and uh, but that's because it's just a great story from scripture. I'd love to be able to dive into it together. So you yeah. want to start us off by reading 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, and I'll pick up 11 through 20. Okay, perfect. First uh, Samuel 3, 1. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called to Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli. He said, Here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord uh, came and stood there calling, as at the other time, Samuel, Samuel. 
Then Samuel said, Speak, your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, See, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears of it tingle. On that day, I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I'm about to punish his house forever for the iniquity that he knew because his sons were blaspheming God and he did not restrain them. Therefore, I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be expiated by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay there until morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli, but Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. He said, here I am. Eli said, what is it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. Then he said, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel was a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. So Steve, what is grabbing your attention about this story this morning? Yeah. Um, well, in the first couple of verses, I found it interesting. It says, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare and there were not many visions. So it seems like this was maybe a time where people weren't used to hearing God's voice or they weren't seeing him or experiencing him maybe as they had been um, in earlier times. Um, but then when you think about Eli, he's he's there, he hears the voice and I and of course it's I'm sorry Samuel he hears voice of course he's going to assume it's Eli because that's the voice he recognizes he doesn't um he doesn't know God yet so he doesn't know that would be God calling him um so what kind of jumped out to me is um if we're trying to hear God's voice um are we going to recognize a voice that's familiar to us and assume it's God's um or are we going to truly listen to to discern if what God's voice, oh, that's it. sorry, I, I, I want to say this clearly. Um, are we going to be able to turn, determine God's voice from the voice that we're normally hearing? Yeah. So, um, you know, when I think about, um, you know, I'm used to Pastor Matt's voice or your voice when you're preaching on, on Sundays, and that's familiar. So I have to, not that what you and Matt are saying are not, you know, from God, of course it's, but <laughs> if I'm truly listening to God, um, do do I hear his voice and how do I determine his voice? How is that different than other people's voices like you or Matt? Right. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I was thinking the same thing. Um, God's sometimes we're hearing God's voice and we think it's someone else's voice. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Sometimes we hear God's voice, but we hear it as someone else's voice. So one time, sometimes we hear someone else's voice, but really God is saying something to us. And if we're not careful, yeah. we can mistake those things or, you know, misinterpret those things, miss, miss the voice of God because we think it's just human voice. Which says to me that when God speaks to Eli, or sorry, when God speaks to Samuel, um, it's ordinary. It's, mm. it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it wasn't like an echoing, booming voice from the heavens that uh, came calling down to him, you know, with beams of light and smoke and fire. Mm. Um, it was a voice that sounded very familiar to him. And 
I think we can expect God's voice to su sound surprisingly familiar to us, you know? Um, mm, yeah. And it's not so foreign as we would maybe assume that it would be. The other thing that, about that was like our role in teaching our kids or others to recognize the voice of God. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes something's going on in someone's life, especially if they keep coming back to the same thing. And as somebody who maybe is um, given uh, responsibility for that person, responsibility to that person, or um, maybe someone who's like a parent or a guardian might be entrusted with raising that kid or that person uh, to be able to help them recognize God's voice in their own life to say, Hey, maybe, maybe this is actually something God is, maybe there's something God is speaking to you right now. Um, pay attention to maybe what God would be saying in the midst of this. Um, that's the whole thing of the learning circle of being able to come back and go, mm. what, what's the Kairos for you right now? What do you think God might be saying to you in the midst of this? It might seem like there's something ordinary going on, you know, whether you keep uh, running into the same argument with your spouse or whether you keep getting rejected by this college or, um, you know, what, what is God saying to you in the midst of this? Helping people recognize God's voice in the midst of that um, is probably our role as disciplers, as disciple makers. So I was thinking about that too. The other thing I was thinking about, Steve, was how hard it must have been for Samuel to, to listen to God's voice and then what does God say? He says, I'm going to tell you something that's going to make your ears tingle. I'm about to punish Eli, your caretaker, you know, the person who's been teaching you and leading you and helping you find God's voice. The thing that I'm going to tell you is that I'm going about to punish him. And, uh, yeah, you know, you know like, like that's, that's going to be really hard for, that's gotta be really hard for Samuel to bear that. And then to, to wonder, do I tell him, you know, how can I tell mm -hmm. someone that I love, especially someone who's a spirit over me, hard things. Um, I'm worried that maybe he'll be upset with me, that he'll tell me that wasn't God's voice, that, um, he'll punish me, that he won't believe me, um, that he won't receive it. Um, and I'll kind of, have to be in the middle of that. I'll be triangulated in it. Um, but his job is not to handle any of that stuff. It's just to share with wisdom, you know, and discernment to share what God has put on his heart. And he does. And I think that's, yeah. that's like the most remarkable thing about Samuel in the story to me is that he's willing to say the hard thing um, that he feels like is from the Lord even if it means um, upsetting someone, potentially upsetting someone that he really loves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what um, kind of jumped out to me for the last half of this. And, and um, kind of uh, Eli's role in this story. Um, so part of it was he's saying, hey, he, he didn't know what God had said to Samuel, but he was said, tell me, don't hide it from me. You know, if you do, may God deal with you ever so severely. Um, <laughs> but tell me what he said and then um when when samuel did uh eli accepted it you yeah, know amazing. um he said um he is the lord let him do what is good in his eyes and so sometimes we you know we need to be if we're ask, asking to hear god's voice asking to speak to us we have to be okay with 
what he tells us, mm-hmm. um, even if it's something that's not good or not something that not what we wanted, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, yeah, that that was interesting. I didn't think of it from Samuel's perspective of okay, I have to I have to tell him this bad news. Um, I was focusing more on well, what did Eli do when he received it? Um, yeah. Both sides. Also, there's flexibility and there's there's softness, willing to let things, you know, willing to receive and give hard news. Yeah. Something else that jumped on me, and, and also when you were talking a little bit ago too, is um, it must have been hard. Uh, maybe it was hard for when Eli recognized that, oh, this is God calling Samuel. I need to tell Samuel to go listen. Basically, Eli is okay with Samuel listening to somebody else's voice. Yeah. Um, and kind of here, I'm raising him. He's my person, and now God's calling him. So I gotta, I gotta let go and let God take over with what you know the teaching of Samuel talked to him and um when you're talking earlier reminded me of kind of that's the stage that Jackie and I are in um with some of our kids is just as they're getting older and they're listening to God more and they're making some more adult decisions um we have to trust that they might be hearing something from God and it might not be what we're hearing um but we have to trust that they've been praying and, and they've been seeking God's will and it might not be what we want mm-hmm. but it might be what God wants and yeah. so um, to kind of let go after 20 some years uh, with some of them to, to say, okay, God's calling you to do this. Um, and we got to be okay with that. So, yeah. Yeah. That just kind of hit me too. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, what, um, what a great opportunity for your own discipleship to learn how to trust God and your kids mm-hmm. that um, God might be working their lives differently than you mm-hmm. would foresee for them. And uh, I think there's other parents who also maybe maybe feel like they're in the exact same position as Eli as their kids bringing a word of challenge or confrontation to them, mm. you know, correction to say, um, I wish this was different in our family or I wish, you know, you know, I feel like here's a word of correction. And then as parents to be able to receive that, go, okay, um, I think that's from the Lord. Let, let him do what it seems good to him. You know, like imagine that the the level of humility that that would take Eli to be able to say that. Oh yeah. Instead of being like, "Who do you think you are?" <laughs> you know, you're, <laughs> right? You're you're yeah. little Samuel. I'm I'm uh, I, I've been around a lot longer than you. How dare you criticize me? But yeah. Um, the, the well, I think. Yeah, I think just think of my own life. It'd be it'd be one thing if you know I felt that whether it's you or Matt or somebody else kind of sharing a, a message of conviction with me. Um, but if, you know, Drew were to come and say, or Ethan were to say, hey, you know, dad, I've been praying about this. This is what God's been saying to me. You got to make this change. That would be very hard for me yeah. um, to accept that as, as, a, as a dad. And, you know, again, you know, these used to be little babies, right? And now they're, you know, now God's calling me out through my own son. And, and so that, that would be hard. That would, so, mm-hmm. that, yeah. Interesting. Well, thanks for engaging this pastor with me, Steve. Lots in here, especially in regards to, you know, uh, superior, inferior relationship there, like someone who's discipling someone else or a parent to someone else. Um, From both sides, there's a lot to learn in here about what it means to be led by God um, through the midst of that and um, to watch someone else come into realization what God's voice is for them whether it's Eli watching Samuel um, develop an understanding of God's voice for him, or whether it's Samuel watching Eli develop 
a sense of God's voice for him. Um, there's a lot of really, really sweet lessons to be able to, to mine from this passage. So thanks for that, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll be back tomorrow morning. It's going to be tomorrow morning is the, the 12th um, Tuesday and we'll be back with one of my favorite Psalms. So um, thanks. Thanks, Steve. Um, excited about this week of podcasting and thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. May you go and um, go back and ask the Lord, what are you saying to me? You know, um, maybe you've heard Steve and I talk about this passage. Um, so maybe go lie down. And if God calls you, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. That's what those are the words of Eli that I'll pass on to our listeners today. Um, go lie yeah. down. And if God calls you, say, speak, the Lord is speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Go in peace, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.